Hey, what's up everybody? Zach here with another episode of The Zach Pearson Show. On today's episode, I have my friend Nick Arlick and Damon Kelly on, and we just go balls deep in discussing our trip to Vietnam back in 2017. So it's been a while since we've all caught up. Thought it would be a lot of fun to just get together via Zoom while we are all in different areas of the world experiencing whatever coronavirus craziness is going on and uh, reminisce on good times had in the wonderful country of Vietnam. Back in 2017, we took a road trip. Actually, Nick and I took a, a road trip um, to the southern part of Vietnam. Ended up renting our bikes, meeting this other guy named Damon, who we had no idea who he was at the time. Traveled with him for a few days and had some crazy experiences. Uh, ended up becoming friends, have stayed connected over the years, and it's been a while since we all, all chatted and talked. So um, this is uh, our conversation about um, all things Vietnam and all things of what we've been up to uh, since then. Um, it's a really interesting uh, conversation. A lot of fun um, has been had and is had on the show, and we're all doing some uh, really interesting and cool things. Um, Nick is in Germany, and Damon, who the hell knows where that guy is these days? He is just all over the place. So here we go. Here we are. Boys, boys, boys. The band is back together. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Gaming, good to see you, man. Yeah, mate. Long time, boys. Long time. Rocking the long flow. I'm jealous. Well, I, oh, apparently on the floor. Here, like, Jesus. <laughs> I'll put us more safe this time. My goodness. There we go. All right. I might have had a couple of whiskeys. All right. <laughs> man. I have to say, this, this is a fine beverage, this one right here. Tip old, top. Old, old, Plut, old Plutney, Pultony? Correct. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Scotch? Yeah, Scotch, mate. It's a great time. Nice. Looks like you cleared it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> that was all tonight, right? That, that was... I was uh, it was three nights worth. But, um, so, Damon, did did you pick up your bike this weekend? Did we both pull the trigger on some new wheels? I think we might have. Yeah. What did you get? I got a um a BMW 850R. Dude, that's awesome. Excellent. Well, I don't know anything head. about bikes other than our our crappy Hondas that Zach and I had, but I know BMW <laughs> bikes are. Definitely respected, you know, good brand. Yeah, like I million, mean, million mile bikes, right? Something like that. I I, I haven't uh, haven't had much of a chance to ride it yet, but um, it's it's scary riding here. Like us us in Vietnam, right? They scooters and motorbikes is the norm. Like, but yeah. here it's not. So you're on the highway, right? People don't see you. That's that's terrifying compared to. Well, that was chaotic in Vietnam. You know, they, they actually looked after us there. I know. It was, I tell that to people all the time when, you know, they have like the Rebel bikes here, like those the similar style bikes that we were riding in Vietnam, but you can like rent them kind of like an Uber or something or a, a scooter. I tell people all the time, yeah. I'm like, it's like mad chaos in Vietnam, but everybody's like involved in it. And so you just kind of like veer exactly. way. It's like a video game, you know? Yeah. Everyone's it's like Frogger, the motorbikes. <laughs> if they are like, it's like one out of a hundred, and like you just go with the flow. Even though it's when you first dive in, you're like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. <laughs> but 
but I would not ride a bike in DC or or America, probably unless it's on the highway. What's going on there, mate? As far as I know, you boys are from Denver, right? What the hell are you doing in Washington? That's, I live that's here now, so the country. Yeah, you live there now. <laughs> I've been here two years. <laughs> Zach's Zach's always moving and grooving, and now he wants to move to Maine up northeast. Yeah, oh, so, so you're like here, and you want to go to like, I don't know how to do I want to go to some more mountains, you know? And Maine doesn't have a lot of mountains, but it has a few more, but, you know, somewhere outdoorsy. True. Yeah. Eventually, we'll, you know, we'll see. We'll see how things pan out. It's kind of kind oh, of right now. But, Nick, what kind of car did you get? It's a brand that we don't have in the States. It's called an Opal. But it's a GM car. Okay. And okay. so Opal Astra. Chevrolet. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so you're going to buy Opal. Opal. Yeah, anyway, that car. Did uh, you, did you, get, you get a minivan? It's more it's of like a wagon. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Wagon. But that's perfect because for road trips and like hauling bikes, um, if we have guests, I mean, all the European cars are so small. Kelly and I said, like, if we get in a crash, we're like, we're gonna get crushed. So at least here, the people over there in Germany, they actually know how to drive. Speaking of which, what part of Germany are you in? So I'm south of Frankfurt by about an hour in a south small city called uh, Heidelberg, and it's actually pretty well known. It's a small like, city, uh, the major bloody student city of um, Germany. Have you, yeah. have you been to Germany much, Damon? I, I was there in 2015, okay. uh, 2018, but I've only been to Heidelberg once. And yeah, it's a nice place. It's on the Rhine, as far as I know. Yeah. Rhine and the Neckar is like right there. But yeah, you know it. Super scenic castle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good place, man. That's awesome. You live there? Yeah, two years now. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? A bisschen. Yeah. Yeah? So good. <laughs> got my... Uh, How many got like, do you speak, David? Uh, I speak drunk. I speak English. I speak a bit of German and a bit of Vietnamese, actually. Uh, you boys left super quick, yeah? I was there for another nine weeks after you left. Yeah. Which but, um, is... Which is insane. Yeah, we, we were talking about when we looked at our itinerary, what last week, how quick it looks in oh, retrospect. Yeah, super quick. Our trip was super nothing. quick. Yeah. Wait, if, if we if we get the chance, right, like I have to go back. And I, I made a contact with a, a local, and I don't know if you saw, but I was like teaching English at one stage, which is ridiculous because I barely speak English myself. But it's, um. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever want to get back, there's hospitality there for sure, and it's it's amazing. Like you go camping in the jungle in Vietnam, and yeah, we have to get back. How, right? how far north did you get? Because that's kind of the area that I would love to see again. Uh, north. So our trip. Well, we met in spoilers. We met in the spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you mean spoilers to uh to, to the listeners, but. I had a crash between Dalat and Mornay. Uh, so you boys went we south after I... Pardon? 
We were with you on that one, right? Yeah, you absolutely were. You, okay, you I didn't know how many crashes you've had. <laughs> <laughs> and now you just, uh, bought, you just bought another so, bike, dude. <laughs> so, there was two of them. Um, you, you filmed one of them, and then um, between Moinet and the lap, I had another one, but that wasn't as bad. I could still ride after that. The bike was fine. But, um, yeah, so we said uh, goodbye at Moinet. You head back south, and I kept going north. But I got all the way to Hawaii, Hanoi, sorry. I planned on going up to Haizhang, but it was cold, man. It was raining. It was literally yeah. snowing where I wanted to go, and I was miserable. My bike was buggered. My shoulder was buggered. Yeah. It, it, it was circumstances different. I, I definitely would have gone, but um, it was I just... I remember you saying that now that I think about it because we kind of connected throughout the rest of your trip, and you were just you were talking about how yeah. cold it was. Yeah, the Absolutely. north is completely different. Because I've been to this was my second time in Vietnam. Obviously, not with the scooter. That our trip was my first one, but I was in Hanoi, and the weather completely different. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I was wearing every single clothing I had. You know, like left the motorbike jacket, rainproof jacket, jumper, clothes, clothes. Yeah. That's English. Uh, jumper, <laughs> singlet, shirt, etc. And I was still freezing. So I was uh, certain that was when like, we left you at that hostel and you were milking that injury to all the, the poolside. Uh, <laughs> good, good stuff, man. I'm like, he's going to grow his hair out. He's going to be that old guy working at the hostel who never left. <laughs> we'll come back in five years. Right. All right. All right. All right. That's- <laughs> So here's what happened, right? I, I stayed at that hostel for a week after you boys left, right? You're probably like back in America by the time I left. <laughs> yeah. So I waited until I could actually move my arm again, right? I hopped on my bike. I rode it back up to Dilat. I go up to Dilat. They give me an x-ray. They say, you're fine. I was like, sweet, no worries. So after that, I get my bike fixed. I just keep riding. I keep going north. It was a month later. I was like, this, this isn't right. Like, why am I still sore? I go into the hospital. They take x-rays and scans from different angles, right? Like, all right, your shoulder's fractured and you've like ripped your tendons on your shoulder and stuff. This whole time, I just thought I was fine. So I just. <laughs> and did, um, did that, that injury happened when you wreck, or was it maybe like uh, yeah. afterwards? It was no, no, that, that was yeah. the accident, man. Um, uh, so uh, I have the video. We should just you watch do have the video. Do you, want to, do you want to watch it again? Or you got to watch yeah, it? Yeah, throw it up. Okay. Oh, out there. We'll give you some commentation on it, but um, I, I still haven't recovered from that, eh? So <laughs> definitely, definitely not not milking it, man. <laughs> there you go. The following clip. Can you hear it? Maybe turn the music down just a little bit. Yeah. That's super loud. Arms me. So you, David, you give so, us the, the play-by-play. You're the one who's going. All right, so I've, over, I've overtaken you guys because I was trying to navigate right, and I've just taken off because I was having a great time, to be honest. And uh, around this corner here, let's be honest, I was hungover and going far too quick, and um, the bike was going off the road. You were hungover? On... Yeah, absolutely, man. So um, we were – do you remember where we were before this? This is the um, – the, what was it? It's a national park. It's like cat something. Or other. We're in the bamboo huts. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Ah. What was that place I remember called? this. They were yes. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 
so this was between there and where we were going, Monet. So um, basically, I, I was hungover, right? And I was riding far too quick, and I couldn't keep the bike on the road. Uh, so it's either hold on to the bike and keep going or just let it go and slide down the road. I don't know if you've seen the footage, but there's a bunch of rocks off the side of the road. I was like, I'm not going that way. So I just chucked the bike and I went sliding down the road. Um, but I wasn't wearing proper gloves this day. So I, I ruined my hands and yeah, apparently my shoulder. But I was wearing like full leathers. Speaking of which, man, how good are these Vietnamese people, right? We were in the middle of nowhere. We're up on a, Where up on a did mountain. They- Comfort, like that makes no sense. Yeah, yeah it makes no sense. Yeah. It was crazy because I remember we I I saw you wrecking, and I don't know if you saw at the beginning of the footage, but I, I kind of I kind of felt bad because I I waved you on, and I was just like, uh, gonna pass me and, and go, like we're all you know gonna be fine. I was not thinking anybody would wreck, and I turned the corner and see you just like skid and then fall, <laughs> and I was like. It's in the video. Don't feel bad, man. Because the GoPro mics. Right. I was like, "Oh shit!" And so then we didn't showed up like within like sixty seconds. We're out in the middle no, of nowhere. 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 It was amazing, wasn't it? So we didn't exactly communicate this right, but I had like earphones in at the time, and my thing was like turn left and like five hundred meters, whatever. So I was gassed at getting in front of you boys. I've got in front of you, obviously, but like I was going far too fast. Obviously, I didn't know what the roads were doing. By the time I got to the corner, it was too late. But um, those, those, those Vietnamese people that helped us out that day, they, they were amazing. They picked up rocks. They just smashed my bike. Like my, my gear leaf was broken. My, no, it, my it, clutch it gets was even, broken. It gets even better. You were in kind of like, I don't want, maybe shock is the right word. You know, yeah, just had a absolutely, hard fall. Absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah, for sure. It, and I remember they came up to you and they lit a cigarette for you and then they yeah. poured tobacco <laughs> into your wound and they put one of the mouth yeah. masks over it. <laughs> yeah. Did they put it in your mouth too? Didn't they give you one? That that really stuck with me. So like the dude pulled off his Here's face mask, right? His face mask was absolutely filthy. And he pulls this off, he rips out a cigarette, he puts a cigarette like tobacco on my hand, wraps his filthy face mask around my hand, he's like, Yep, that's good, you sorted. And he gets his cigarette, and that was it. You know, <laughs> as you can see in the footage, it's coming up here. But like I almost blacked out. I don't know if you realize, but I was like full on yeah. shock. I was ready to faint that day, man. Yeah, and, you weren't um, looking good color wise. Yeah. No. You feel like a chip. But, um, you, were, you were like, I'm fine, like, I don't know what, you know. I knew for a fact. I'm like, sit down. You're going nowhere, buddy pal. But, um, I mean, we, we shook it off. You were going. We rode three hours down to Moine after that. And then that backpack we arrived at was awesome. Like that, that pool and stuff. I know you boys left the next day, but I stayed there for a week and I had a great time there. I went a, a great game called Monkey Ball or uh, Death Ball. Did we play that together? The one with the pool table, the white and the black ball. And, yeah, that's awesome. That I don't was... think so. What do you mean you don't think so? That game, so I don't remember it. So Wait. the aim of the game is to keep the black ball moving, and you. But yeah, look at these boys. They're just pulling on everything. <laughs> Name my sex tape, but um, you know it was. <laughs> oh, me in the background looking very disenfranchised. <laughs> 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 that that was definitely a, one of the highlights obviously not a, a, one of the more positive highlights of the trip like one of the most memorable things that happened 
to me yeah, at least, for sure. was just like seeing this wreck. Uh, obviously, <laughs> our meeting was a huge highlight as well. But what was the game you were describing? Sorry, what was the question? What was the game that you were describing that we were all played? I can't remember. The game? Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Monkey Ball or um, Death Pool. So basically, there was a white and a black ball all wrapped around the pool table. And the aim of the game was to keep the ball moving or to sink it. And you had uh, everyone around the pool table, you'd throw the white ball at the black ball. And then the next person would try to keep it moving or sink it. If you didn't sink it, you had to have a drink. Anyway, it, it was it was a great game, and um, yeah, I think I remember keep going and playing this. I don't I don't remember playing this. It, it was at uh, the Moinay backpackers that we're at. Yeah, yeah, that, that not nicer hostels we stayed in. Absolutely, yeah. awesome pool, good good atmosphere. I think that night I slept on the floor. You boys had the had, had the beds. <laughs> <laughs> We were, we were, what were we that much of an asshole? No, no, no. You just wrecked. <laughs> I don't. I remember the I private room. That was nice. I mean, yeah. what happened in there, Nick? Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, was, wasn't it before? Yeah, before this, we stayed at that shared hostel for two some days and we sold out that street vendor woman's sandwich. Uh, uh, so that's the lot. The lot, yep. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the pork bunny. So the bunny. Oh, those were amazing. I, I remember she was How laughing. I think we're like, we'll take two, three, no four. All right. You know, Damon, I'm curious this. what, um, so we, we all kind of had like a, uh, a, huge maybe coincidence or weird experience like meeting um but i'm curious yeah. like how like i'm curious of nicks too but how we all got to vietnam like what made you go on this okay. trip all right so uh me personally i was working a job i hated and i was studying environmental science at uh sunshine coast and basically i was at the age where it's like I either finished this degree and got on with it, or I enjoy traveling. And uh, back then, how long ago was that? Um, I was 25 back then. So I was like, all right, I'm still young. I should I'll probably go travel. And um, my girlfriend at the time, she wanted to go to New York. And I was particularly interested in New York. Like, it's, it's, I'm sure it's a cool city. But I spent two months in Vietnam. And it was amazing. So I, I've always wanted to do a mind work trip. My original dream, I don't know if you've seen long way down or long way around, Yom Ragonga and Charlie Bourne. But those boys, they've done some amazing stuff. It's like the UK to the bottom of Africa or uh, UK to the other side of Russia. And that was still my inspiration. Um, uh, originally, I wanted to do Australia to the UK, but you know, you need like 50 grand to do that, and I, I didn't have 50 grand. So, yeah, I settled for Vietnam. So that's how I ended up in Vietnam. But honestly, it was a, it was a miracle meeting you boys because I, I spent two, three nights in Ho Chi Minh on my own before you guys rocked up. And I was like, what the hell am I doing here? This place is nuts. Like, I, I, I mean, there's food. It, it's it's like I remember sitting there eating a, a dish on my own. I was like, this is, it, this is not good. Walk <laughs> <laughs> uh, us up to the point like, then that we came in touch. 
like what that day looked like, or you remember seeing us and what made you yeah. talk to us or, and it'd be uh, cool to kind of get around of how everyone remembers that. Cause that I think was uh, a huge coincidence, but it made the trip. Yeah, for sure. So, so that's that we met, right. Um, basically I was, I was really, um, disenfranchised. I was, I was really down about my trip. I was like, wow, I've, I've traveled all this way, I've spent all this money and I'm not, not having much fun. I was like, stuff it. I'm going to get this bike. I'm just going to go for it and, and see what happens. And, and you boys just happened to be there at the same company where I, I ran my bike from. I was like, wow, all right, I'm, I'm going to ask them if they want to ride with me. And uh, you guys said yes, thankfully. And, yeah, that's, that's what happened. So we, we picked up our bikes. I failed to navigate us to that national park, <laughs> but we, we got there. It was, it was a, great, a great journey, man. Like, um yeah I, I can't remember the exact order of events but i swear that day like we picked up our bikes we hopped on a ferry we got over to who knows where we went from who knows where to national park but on the way we saw like a rat barbecue and and <laughs> all sorts man yeah um, we got lost a little bit there at the beginning google maps yeah. is kind of a huge saver i remember nick nick had mentioned before we went in our planning phase that um, you could download Google Maps for a certain area. So I did did that for all of like lower Vietnam. I did, wasn't going to have like internet connection. And that definitely saved us. But we got on some sketchy highways once we got on the bikes for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. How did we even know where were we going to stay like, at nighttime? I, we had no plan. We didn't know, right? We just kind of winged it. <laughs> yeah, we used, yeah, we used uh, Hostel World like and I think looked up, world. yeah, looked up like what the closest or next big city was that we wanted to ride to, and then just like looked at what hostels were available or were in the area, and then we just stopped in, just crashed it. Here but we are. What was crazy to me is the most expensive part, obviously, to the trip was the plane ticket, but I think everything else was. I mean, the hostels were like five bucks a night. Dirt cheap. Even the uh, bike. Cheap, looking man. back at it, bike was. Mm-hmm. The bike was what sixty dollars. Shout out to ticket. Shout out to ticket. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, what about you? Where you were coming from? I can't remember where you were at that time. Atlanta, and I was looking back, organizing some old photos. I was traveling all over, internationally, domestic. And I just remember saying, I don't know what inspired me, but wanting to do the scooter trip. And then I called Zach, got him on board. So I was like, all right, I got uh, got one guy ready to go. And then I remember going to Ho Chi Minh. I, we flew separate, met there. Um, and we had no idea, Damon, like what we were doing. I had never ridden a bike before, like figuring out. Serious. Well, yeah, I didn't. And, and I was, I was a dickhead that crashed, man. I was probably more experienced <laughs> than all of you. But anyway. <laughs> like, we didn't know where we were going. Zach was GPS, and then we saw you, and you asked. And I just looked at Zach, and he looked at me. It's like, I mean, why not? Like at yeah. this point, <laughs> we we're just winging it, and it was one of the best decisions of the trip. You know, yeah, for sure. I I think it was semi a relief that you know, there was somebody else who had been in the city or in the country a few days. And then also like who spoke English as well. And then we were all about the same age and we're pretty much just like, no, no plan. 
And so it was, it, it was, it kind of made it a lot more fun and, and perfect there at the beginning. Cause when you go into like a new country, you're just kind of like, and you, you kind of mentioned this, you just kind of feel like, all right, like what, unless you have a plan and itinerary and locations, you're just kind of like, all right, what's next? Like, you know, the world's your oyster at that point. Um, yeah, for sure. Super cool meeting you. But Nick, you flew from Atlanta to to- Tokyo. Did you go to Tokyo or were you already Tokyo? I had an overnight in Tokyo and I hadn't been there before. So it was fun to hit up some like the food I liked. Yeah. And then the long flight I got in, we met up late at night at a hostel. Yeah. And then I think the next day made the journey to the bikes and then we were off. What about your, I, I mean, I know the story Zach, but yeah. close it off in terms of what, why did you say yes to such a, a strange request? Maybe let's go to Vietnam and a crazy bikes. Yeah. So Vietnam, like Asia was, has never been, area of the world that I've been like, yeah, I definitely like want to go there. Right. It was just, it was never on the radar, never been asked, never thought it'd be cool to go. Had friends who went. Um, and at the time of my life, I was like, I just gone through a divorce. I lost a, like a business. And so I was just like, get this really like this point in my life where, you know, I didn't know what else, like what else to do. Or like, I was like, I want to do something adventurous need to need to do something to like get my mind off of things. And Nick called and was like, Hey, I'm, I want to do a scooter bike to Vietnam. And I think you'd asked me to do some other, like, like road trip type stuff before. And I just hadn't been able to. Yeah. And, uh, I think I actually just finished reading his Mark Manson's book, subtle art of not giving a fuck. And so I had this yeah, like, that's a good that, book, man. That's How good, good is that? I, yeah. I had this mindset where I was just like, why not? You know, like before I would have probably talked myself out of it a million ways of like either an excuse not to go or just, you know, finances or just something. And I was just like, why not? Like you're 26. I think I was like 20, 26 years old at the time. had gone through these major like life events and changes <clears throat> didn't have anything else like pressing going on. Obviously I had to ra- like wrap some of that stuff up, but I was just like, yeah, absolutely. Like saying yes would, or saying no would, would be like missing out on an opportunity of a lifetime to connect with, with Nick again. Cause I hadn't seen you in a while and just yeah. like something new. So I remember, um, we had originally like tried to fly together, but then, um, ended up having to travel separately and I traveled internationally with groups before, but was just kind of at, in a point where I was like down for whatever, you know, like do something where it gets you out of your comfort zone and forces you to say yes more and not overthink things. And so like, I think that was like a huge lesson for me looking back was just like, um, not overthinking, but like reading a situation, reacting, like letting things that made me uncomfortable before not let me be uncomfortable. And I think this trip was like perfect for that. Um, I was stoked about it. Cause I mean, I, I love to travel just like, um, had never taken like a leisure trip like this, um, adventure before. So got to Tokyo. I remember <laughs> I got wasted at the airport there cause I had like, like a 12 hour layover. So I had a ton of sake and I think I got some sushi or I don't know. I don't remember what I ate. Airport sushi and sake. Um, oh, gosh. 
and then slept entirely on the flight to Vietnam, which I think was not that long. I think the flight to Tokyo was like 14 hours and then knew I was meeting you, but it was just like a, you know, um, an adventure that every, everything was new. And so it was a ton of fun. I think about, we talked about David's wreck. I had two instances on that trip where I should have ate it. And oh, damn. I, I know you guys remember one. I can't tell you where the location was, but it was a big bridge. We were... Oh, the truck? The truck. Dude, yeah. The truck. Yes. I, <laughs> oh, that truck I, is I, I still have no idea how we made it out there. Dude, I mean, I'm, I oh. thought we were going to die that day, man. I, I thought we were dead. <laughs> Honestly, we should have. There's no reason was, why. I was still that figuring was so- out how to switch gears on the bike at that point. I was shifting <laughs> when I was upshifting, and I'm like, they told me to like push down and like pull up. Right. I was like, this isn't working. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this coming head on, and Nick's like skidding in the back, in like right in front of me. Or you, where guess, was the Buddhist temple? Uh, was wasn't after- it? That was after it. Um, because I remember there was the bridge and there was the road. There was where we were as bikes. And then I yeah. think it was a sidewalk. So, and there was. So we in first, right? You're behind me. I was like, I hit, hit the brakes and I was sliding everywhere. And you were like right behind me. You almost hit me at the same time while sliding on your brake. That was, dude, I was shitting myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the truck were like, you could, I could have reached out and grabbed the truck, you know? Easily. Yeah. And then on the other it side, like, it was like <laughs> a huge drop off this bridge. It was pretty much just one of those, like, just like shrink us on the way to like, the gas, you know? Yeah, that was scary, man. That was scary as hell. Just get out of there. That was before your uh, wreck, right? That was on the way to Elephant Falls, wherever Elephant Falls yeah. is. But yeah, that was before the wreck. Those truck drivers are nuts, man. They, they are nuts. So what were some of the, the highlights for you? Like I even like while we were together after that, you remember Nick or David doesn't matter. Uh, for me, like, all right. So on the way on up to us to let, we had like, it, it was so much fun riding up that mountain. Like, yeah. Before I crashed, I didn't care. You know, I, I was riding up that mountain like I was a superstar and I had so much fun, but also at the same time um, for us, it's it, like the reward, riding all day, your, your butt sore, everything else is sore. Um, you just want to have a drink and uh, maybe even a smoke if you're feeling cheeky. But like at the end of the night, like after a long day's drive, that was the reward. Like we just sit down and have a chat about what we did. And we talked to tourists that we were, you know, right next to us. And that, that to me, that was amazing. That, that was a highlight to me. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nick, what do you have any, any like highlights from the trip? I just remember like David saying being, and this might've been more Zach and I on the way back. In fact, I think it was, we had nonstop rain and there okay. maybe a day or two. And we just had to be troopers. You've got that razor thin rain protector jacket thing you put on and you just, you're mm-hmm. getting pelted in the rain. You can't see your visors messed up. And we just did that for, hours non-stop and then once you got to your location or also i'd say the rest stops right we're in these middle of nowhere towns we want some a cold beer and uh i, st- I still don't know how to pronounce it fa 
right? Not fo, but fa, like with an a. Yeah, fa. Fa ba, fa ya, fa ga. Fa ba, fa. Well, it depends. <laughs> like cow, chicken, etc. I mean, exactly. Like you guys. Some old woman's store in the middle of nowhere. You don't know what you're going to get, but here's some money and just kicking back. And the adventure, that was the cool part. No plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bombing down a hill and there's a bunch of ox or a landslide that's already happened. It's like, okay, so plan B. Yeah. I was so sad that you boys only had a week there, eh? I I wish you could have been there for the rest of my trip, but that's all right. We'll we'll be back sometime soon. Yeah, we do. I, I do as well, you know, like getting 10 days off in a row from work was like, that was the first time I've ever done that that long. Um, besides like college, you know, which work yeah. in college, like, you know, there's breaks in college and then nobody cares what you do in college when you're college age work wise. So that was like the first like long trip I had taken, but would have loved to stay at least another week, you know, Absolutely. months would have been awesome. But at least another week would have been would have been great. I remember oh, we yeah. were going from Lagi to I think it, I can't pronounce the name Feng Tao or something like that, and that's where that rain was um, that night. I remember that because it wasn't cold, but it was just dark, and it was it was pouring rain, and I don't think traffic was super heavy, but like you kind of just didn't know what was around the next corner, you know. And mm. yeah. or even the three of us, like, okay, one, two, three, yep, we're all here, okay, go. Or we pull into these towns with what felt like hundreds of people. It's like, all right, guys, stay together, because if one person gets mixed up, I don't know how we're gonna find you. Yeah. <laughs> if you saw me crash, you put that, yeah. No. Oh my goodness. I'm just throwing it on the floor, that's fine. All right, so we're back up again. <laughs> Did you? Uh, they are. Did you? Did you eat anything besides pho or banh mi after we left? Because I feel like that's all we. Ate. All right. So I don't know if you always experienced it, but like um, at the backpackers, right? It was like a family stay or homestay or whatever, and they cook meals that I've never found ever since. Like I've gone to Vietnamese restaurants and I've tried to find it, but like if you can imagine, like tasty meatballs and some sweet happiness sauce. Um, yeah, that there were some amazing things that they served up at the homestays that I haven't found since. But the, the banh mi that we had in Valat, that, that pork one with what tasted to me like Vegemite and and happiness, that that was that's a highlight of the trip to be honest. For the, for was, the American uh, listeners, tell everybody what Vegemite is. Uh, do you have do you have marmite there? So. Do you have fermented? Dog shit over there. <laughs> I think in Florida. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Florida has okay, very good. So if you're down in Florida sometime and you have some dog shit, ferment it, and that's basically what um, Vegemite is. Uh, it, it's quite good with pork, uh, you know. Is it like judge? Is it a spread or what is it? It has to be a very thin layer. Yeah. All right. So here, this is how you do it. You have your piece of toast. You have some butter. You have a very thin layer of Vegemite slash dog shit fermented. And you have this, and it's a good time. It, it's full of B vitamins. It uh, it keeps you going, right? It gets you through the winter. Yeah. So currently, like, you boys are in Washington and uh, Stuttgart. What comes to her? Frankfurt, yeah. Close yeah. enough. Yeah, Frankfurt. Same thing, man. So basically, um, 
it's quite cold on here. Like, I'm in the middle of winter right now. It's like 15 degrees. It's, it's 11 at night and I'm sitting outside in a T-shirt. You know, like... How <laughs> <laughs> good Australia? Come over here. No worries. Yeah. I, no, forgot, I, I forgot what your question is. I've always wanted to go to Australia, like since I was 10. I don't know what it is. I think there's like a kid's book or something I read where the kid like mm. called Australia and it's just like always been like this place I wanted to go. But I want to go like on a trip like what you did to Vietnam, like a couple months, maybe get a, like a part-time yeah. job thing. Absolutely know. welcome here. Yeah. So the East Coast of Australia is the best coast to, to visit. The West Coast, right, there's a couple of seas. You got Broome, you got Perth, but uh, it's not really worth visiting. The East Coast, you have Cairns, which is like the main thing. You go see the, the reef, you see the crocodiles, you see the dane tree, you see all that sort of stuff. But uh, where I live, um, it's more about the beach and, yeah, it was pretty much just the beach, really. Yeah. But um, East Coast Australia is where it's at. But yeah, you boys are very welcome to come this way, whatever you want. Uh, I'm actually moving into a place of my own in the next two months. So, um, hey, yeah. nice. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, so I remember like one of the highlights for me from the trip. Um, I I can't remember which hostel it was, but we all had like a family meal. Um, I had a family meal. Yeah, there was like twelve people. I think it was at something elephant. I'm not gonna get the name right, but it was like the purple elephant or something like that. Um, was it lot or was it somewhere else? So it, was, it, it was we we sat outside one night. I remember I had some smokes and some drinks. Um, we met like uh, English teacher who'd been there maybe like a month or two. Um, oh, okay. uh, was his name James by any chance? Uh, I wouldn't remember. Yeah, he was. He'd like all I remember is he showed me a video he made from some travels, and then we met this guy who was like his name was something like Jesus or Muhammad or something like that. But he was like, all he was talking about was like meditation. Um, I think I'm friends with the okay. books. This is really, really, really bad of me to not remember his name, but he, I remember he was, he was at this hostel as well. And we all had like a family meal around the table and the, the hosts served us um, different dishes. And that, that was really cool. Cause you, everyone kind of just like, connected and shared their experiences and travel and where they'd been in Vietnam, where they'd been before. And that was not something I was expecting on the trip was meeting people from other areas of the world who had traveled different areas or were just like traveling in general, um, at these hostels. So it was, yeah. that, that was definitely cool. Is um, that the hostel that was near that cave nightclub yeah. bar? Yeah, because we remember went, that <laughs> we went there with some of them. Do you remember that? That uh, this is since a lot, yeah. I think so. It was that. I don't. Did you have to have an invite or something? But it was like a. It was. It was like you went through a cave and you could get lost. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was, yeah. That was the lot, man. That was that was the cave in the lot. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but yeah, forest bar experience. It's nothing like nothing I'd seen in the states. Yeah, fun. we've got safety codes and, you know, health. <laughs> <laughs> this would not fly here because you're like coming over fake, like, tree roots and, like, up a ladder and over a few steps. And next thing you know, you're in this, like, 
speakeasy lounge where people are drinking and playing games and smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> this is average Friday night, isn't it? It was, it was fun. It was fun for sure. What, um, Nick, like what, what are some of the things that you remember like planning wise that like helps during the trip? Anything or, or even Damon? Cause you stayed there a lot longer, like, and we all traveled pretty light, like everything fit on our bikes. Yeah, we were lean and mean ticket that rental company. I mean, props to them. They gave us the map. We had really no idea. Um, other than that, maybe we had a little safety aid. I had gloves that we bought, um, the poncho bag cover. I, I don't really give us props for being too prepared. I mean, we thought through it, hey, this is probably our best bet, and then just kind of winged it. I mean, Damon, you look at your preparation and feel like you it hit it. You like Kevlar pants and everything. My goodness. Uh Oh, sorry, one voice. One sec. I remember Nick, you got a flat tire one time, and we weren't prepared for that at all. But again, like when Damon wrecked, like I think I was like maybe a a kilometer, one and a half kilometers up from you, and I looked back, I couldn't see you, and I was like, "All right, so like Nick's not coming up on me." I stopped and waited, and you were there, so I circled back, and you had a flat. But again, it was like very. Somebody was helping out. Yeah, we were lucky. Did you have anything, Damon, that like you had like prepared or like things that you were glad you had on the trip? So, so going into that, um, basically, I had my earphones and my phone. I, I pre-downloaded maps for Vietnam, and when we the first day we met, right, uh, we went from Ho Chi Minh to Cat, it was in Cat Little Bag. It was um, what was the national park called? Um, you remember we said like a bamboo thing. I remember that. I the name. I'm useless. Here, I've got. Um, I can pull up the map. Uh, basically, we were supposed to go to the national park, but we couldn't make it there because it was closed, or like the ferry wasn't going or something. But we rode from Ho Chi Minh to to there, and um, yeah, I had the. The Google Maps in my ear the whole time. About what? So, I don't know if you remember. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's it. So basically, um, that Lock. day I had Google Maps in my ear, right? And we hopped on the ferry. I don't know if you remember. We're like, I got on the other side of the ferry. I, like, I do not know where we are. And we bought our masks. <laughs> you boys put your like. You, you, you dust mask? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm an ex-league thing, so I was yeah, We had to buy because we didn't plan on that. How bad was that, though? Like, we'd be riding through the countryside and people would just be burning plastic or burning every, anything, and it would be yeah. just so unhealthy. <laughs> uh, it's like the service stations. You remember, like, there was, like, dudes, like, pumping it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pumping the gas. Yeah. Yeah, literally pumping the gas, and um, yeah, that was crazy. But I still have like two two million dong. Like I've got, I've got some money in my nightstand, which is we like, need to not, use it. Like you know what that means? Yeah, it's not a, not a bunch, but I, I tried to well, get, and I think I was gonna get like 
like 20% what it was worth. And so I was like, I'm just going to keep it. So let's go. Yeah. Let's go, boys. <laughs> I, 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 find it. I don't I don't know where it's at. Uh, I, I, I know you're in Washington and you're, you're in. Uh, you're I think in, the Euro, Euros will get me quite a few. Oh, yeah. The Stuttgart, of course. Sorry, what? where are you? Not Stuttgart. Where are you at? Heidelberg. Yeah, Heidelberg, Frankfurt. Yeah. Close enough. West West Germany. All right, no worries. Let's sneak in. Um, uh, all right, so we're in Hanoi. We'll do Northern Vietnam, and then we'll just ride all the way back to Europe. Uh, Zach, forget about America. Forget about America. Don't worry about it. Um, you can just crash with me when we get to Germany. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Nick, uh, how good is your Deutsch? Yeah, it's kind of Deutsch Nick's so good. Our good canoe. So good, Gal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what, what you guys said. Um, I said very uh, good. It's a funky language, but yeah, I'm studying every day. Um, I actually like it. I don't know why I enjoy putting myself through that pain, but uh, yeah, aren't you in some classes, Nick? I've been doing classes for two years. Yeah, night night classes. Yeah. Your surname is that Polish or what's your surname? Ukrainian. Okay, I, I would say close enough. That's probably offensive. Um, <laughs> it's close uh, enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, um, yeah, we'll teach you how to German, and uh, no worries, Zach. You'll just you, you just absorb it, basically, essentially. <laughs> I'll just I'll just stand back, look good, do my thing. <laughs> what, um, Damon? I remember you were gonna go to Scotland or somewhere afterwards yeah. and pretend. Did that? Okay. Happen? Okay. How did your trip end? All right, so um, you boys, you boys head south after Monet. Um, I spent another nine weeks in Vietnam. I yeah. went all the way to Hanoi and I went back to a village in um, Sal. Um, we did some some camping. I, I taught English, believe it or not. You know, I barely speak English. You, you can barely understand me. No worries. Anyway, um, so I moved to Scotland after that. And I was with my girlfriend at the time. We lived in Edinburgh for a year. And we, we do a lot of traveling. Honestly, Scotland, I, I love the place. I, I will... Uh, if I could, I'd move back there tomorrow. Like, wow. yeah, we we climb mountains, we camp on the beach. Like, it, it honestly is an, is an amazing place. I lived a year in Manchester after that, and although we did some traveling of uh, England afterwards, I don't rate England as highly as through Scotland. Um, but yeah. I wish I had finished my, my degree in environmental science and, and master's in sustainable energy because Scotland has so many opportunities in that regard, you know, like wind or ocean, uh, sorry, wind, wave turbines or et cetera. That's cool. Um, but um, when Scotland is an amazing place. When I get back, um, I got back in September of 2019. So I've been here for about six months. Okay. I picked up a job, but um, yeah, since I've been back the whole time, I've just wanted to be elsewhere, man. Like, Scotland is awesome, but currently I just want to finish my degree and I might do my master's in New Zealand in the South Island Christchurch. Nice. New Zealand is essentially Scotland of the Southern Hemisphere. Um, 
yeah, I can study there for free, whereas I can't study for free in Scotland. Scotland will want like 20 grand a year, and I can't afford that, obviously. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I've heard I you. That's what my brother was there. My brother's been in New Zealand a couple of times and showed me pictures and um, told me about it. And it sounds amazing. That's where you. Oh, absolutely, man. Like, um, so New Zealand has the mountains. So you got like the ski season during winter, where you obviously ski or snowboard, or whatever. And somehow you do mountain biking. That that's, that's what I'm about. Like, so here where I am currently, um, we, we barely have winter, right? But being ginger, um, you get burnt all the time. <laughs> so what is the point of existing here, man? Like I walk outside for 10 minutes and, and I'm burnt. <laughs> Dude, I know the feeling. You kind of, I'm about as white as they come. The summer is not good to me. Usually like one week. Dude, have you seen this? Have you seen this? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, so how what, what are you up to now? Like I noticed you on Instagram, you're doing a bunch of fitness stuff. Trying to get back in shape. How's yeah. it going? I mean, uh, it's, it's a little bit, it's a bit of a project in vain, right? So I don't know if you boys are familiar with the psychology thing, but like basically if you say to someone, I'm going to do this to as many people as possible, um, if you say you're going to do something, the pressure of people knowing that you're going to do something sort of motivates you to do that or accomplish it. Um, I, I've failed with gym in the past. It's like, all right, I'm going to gym. I'm going to put on this weight or I'm going to get, I'm going to look like this or I'm going to be as fast as this or whatever. But um, I was just out of desperation, really. I was just like, here's me currently. This is what I want to do. Help me out. You can abuse me. You can you can give me some motivation. No worries. Either way, hopefully I'll reach my goal. That, that's simply what I'm doing on, on Instagram. But um, what else? I'm 28, right? How quick does life happen? I, I really want to get on with it. Yeah. yeah, we're still so young though. I'll be thirty-one this year, and I, mean, I know, man. I know, man. We're all within a few years, but it's like when I think about the my past decade, college till now, it's like I've done so much shit. Like you can name Absolutely. like all, all the things, and it's like, but that's like the first ten years after like you think you're an adult, and you realize like. You don't know Jack, and you have like until <laughs> eighty. I have another fifty yeah. years. That's like more than two yeah. times what I've already, you know, the past. That's five more decades, you know. So it's like mm -hmm. we still have so much, so much time if we, you know, died, you know, the normal average death, and it's like death age, and it's like when you think about it, it's like. That's one of the one of the reasons I love like talking to to Nick and you. It's like it helps me like stay on my toes, not getting like stuck in um just like the normal way of living. You know, it gets me out of my comfort. That's like the whole reason I wanted to go on this trip to Vietnam was just like I need to do something that pushes me out of my comfort zone to like keep me growing and like you know you can always like keep looking for the next adventure, but it's like and it'll always be there or whatever. And so I don't think like looking for happiness in these these types of things is necessarily going to bring it to you like but getting out of your comfort zone for me has always helped me like get to the next level or like think about life differently or like you with your fitness stuff or, or whatever it's like putting a challenge in front of you and like letting people know you're 
you're doing it and holding you accountable, it's like, otherwise you just sit on the couch and play Call of Duty all day. At least, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, and <laughs> Pretty much, man. It's like, a, it's like you know, I, I, when I'm 50, I don't want to look back and be like, man, I, I did absolutely nothing. You know, like I have no, no good stories, no connections with people. Um, you know, and even at 50, you're still young and can like start over and start something new. But, um, you know, that was still a, a great prime time. Twenties, thirties is still yeah young. I mean, yeah. I feel like everything's just getting started for me. So, so um, Nick, what are you what are you up to now? You just launched this. Uh, the, I don't know, David, if you've heard of it. Nick launched like the newsletter. Like, tell us about, about this newsletter. Tell me. Yeah, wanted to and do like every week, spam people's inbox um, <laughs> and just share. Because I mean, I've lived now. I've been four international locations. I've lived all over the U.S. I've been almost 40 countries. So I've got friends all over and family. And I thought it'd be cool every week to do a short newsletter, just sharing like thoughts, uh, cool articles, videos, documentaries that I come across, ideas. So started that last week. Uh, kind of a cool project. Nothing to, um, to lose by trying it. But Damon, like you said, Zach's kind of been holding me accountable or like, I've told him for the longest time I want to do it. And it's like, okay, enough mm. talk. Yeah. Like, put up or just shut up about it. You know, it's been long enough. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Put that out. Um, I'm going to scope the back. Is that right? The, week, the weekly review is yeah. what I call it. I got the domain too. Not that that's, I guess, a, a hard one to get, but I would have thought that that would have been taken. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I got yesterday's. Um, obviously, like, there's other subscriptions and stuff that I follow, but, like, it's always... Every, I feel like everyone's always asking on social media, hey, what podcasts, like, are good or, like, what books, books you, you know? These podcasts are good, man. These, these ones right here. Best yeah. ones. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, this has been um, a project that I did, like... I think I was doing it actually while I was in Vietnam. I had like one episode that went out right after, right before. And that was like the last one I did. Um, and it's something I've, I've kind of wanted to do, but just looking at like all the things I had going on, like mentioning like closing up, you know, divorce, selling a house, like all that shit. And then switching jobs. And I had like a bunch of side projects. This was one of those things I just had to look at everything I was doing. And I was like, all right, I need to pause it. Can't hurt. Can always pick it back up. And then Nick and I have, talked about it for god i don't know how long like maybe a year and it was, it was one of those things where really? it was like all right like and i've had people asking me about it too and it's like all right like it's not going into the you know millionth page of google or just like going nowhere like maybe someone will listen but like for me it's like people listen great if not like the whole point of it is like catch up with people and and learn something new um as well and so it was one of those kind of like shit or get off the pot kind of scenarios where um, I remember like a week and a half ago, I was like, well, like who would I even talk to? And Nick was like, selfishly, I think, you know, this would be a really fun conversation. And I've, I've followed you Damon on Instagram or I saw you've been posting and I'm like, Oh yeah. Like that'd be a cool cat to catch up with. Um, so this is super dope that we can, 
you know, get together and it's like midnight where you are, like 3 p.m. where Nick is. That's the weirdest uh, thing. <laughs> and 9.30 in the morning where I'm at. That's right. You're having breakfast. I just had lunch and Damon's on to the alcohol spirits before bed. <laughs> Love it, man. I got to try this old pole. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been on. Uh, Honestly, man, this stuff is a business. It's, just, it's excellent. I believe you. I love some scotch. Yeah. Hashtag ad. No sponsor. Tequila. I, I'm usually like a whiskey or scotch guy. Like always have been. Man. And uh, recently I tried, and and tequila has been one of those things where it's like can't touch it, right? Mm-hmm. Like one one drink, and I'm like I'm good. Like the next day, otherwise I'm gonna like feel terrible. Well, then I learned like the right way to drink tequila is like slow over ice like you would whiskey or at least like one way to drink it that I had it tried. And so I, I there's this new tequila out called Terramana, the rock. It's one of the rocks products. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to try it. It's probably like my favorite liquor right now. So um, I don't know if it's in Australia or Germany, but it's fantastic. So possibly, man. Possibly. I don't know how we got on that, that trail, but um. Yeah, it's crazy that we can all get together and, and chat it up. I've got an idea for the group. So let's kind of wrap up with talked about past, present, looking at future. Yeah. Uh, like what bucket list trips do you have? And I'll, I'll kick it off. For me, I want to do what's known as the Cannonball Run, which is driving mm-hmm. nonstop from New York City to Los Angeles. Um, I've always wanted to haul ass across the U.S. So in one drive. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. What would you drive? I've got a, an 80s Porsche, and that thing is, is that really in, fun. That's here in the States? Is it Minnesota? That, that's in the States. And to motivate me, I did the license plate that says New York to Cali. You so Dude, that's awesome. Just, just putting that out there, that would be for me like the next bucket list trip, Damon, what, uh, when you think about like, maybe put aside school, right. Or like whenever that plays out, but what uh, for you is something so that's been in the back of your head that you need to get. If we just, if we just ignored finance or, uh, academic or everything, um, basically Australia. So Australia to anywhere is difficult. So I need to get to like, uh, let's say Singapore, right. I'll start with Singapore. I would like to go from Singapore to uh, Inverness, Scotland. So that is through a lot of countries. That is through countries like Vietnam, that's Thailand, that's Burma, that's India, that's Nepal, that's the Pakistan. That's that is so many places all the way to to Scotland. You know, like yeah, uh, Turkey, um, Greece, Albania, Macedonia. Croatia, Slovenia, Austria, Germany, France, Netherlands, That's England, insane. Scotland. It's a massive trip. I'd love to do that. But um, financially, that Dude. is insane. You know, if you could pick like a spot, what would you, where would you go? What would, what would I do that on? Yeah, if, right. you could, if you could pick one spot, you know, to travel yep. to, like a Vietnam or like a Scotland, like, uh, one one place. Um, because you just said you'd travel pretty much the entire world. <laughs> uh, so I've, I've done that. 
I, I have not only South America, so I'll probably um, oh, yeah. I, I, I consider Chile or um, Peru or something because yeah. you've got like the Andes there, man. And I haven't been to the Andes yet, but it's, it's more the adventure for me than anything. I, I don't really care about the scenery. It's more just like getting from here to there, like going from Singapore to Scotland. That That is an amazing trip. And if you haven't seen Long Way Down, Long Way Around by Ewan McGregor, watch that, man. It, it, it seriously it inspires you. It's a great show. Nice. Yeah, I think for me, I would I would love to see Patagonia. I'd love to fly fish in Patagonia. Um, okay. But I remember thinking back, like, kind of pre this trip, thinking like, all right, like, I was living in Memphis, Tennessee at the time. And I knew I didn't want to stay there long term. I wasn't going to like, didn't know where I'd end up or what I was going to do. And I had this thought in my mind of like, move, like moving to South America or something like visiting South America somewhere. Like, like my mom lived in Peru for a while, like maybe going to Peru or Cambodia or somewhere like that to, to learn Spanish and salsa dancing. Like, I don't know why those things are of interest or on my list, but I was just like, yeah. it's so fun. Cause I can't, I can't dance to save my life. Right. Oh, but, mate, mate, mate. You got it. You get the hips. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So that, that would be something I would consider, but like, I would love to be Norway. Um, New Zealand would be awesome. Um, yeah. Not to make very welcome to the Northern part of Vietnam would be dope to see. Um, but, I'm, but, I'm, like, I'm like halfway between the two of those things, so you know, I'll, it's I'll true. You know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be sweet to make that happen for sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, sky's the limit. Um, I'd love to go to Mars, you know, as soon as they figure that out. All right, I can't help you with Mars. I'm sorry, you're right. You're gonna have to set yourself <laughs> out on that one. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, good times. Good times. Well, anything else, guys? Oh, one last memory is just hauling ass on those Honda bikes and maxing them out. And maybe that was only yeah. 100 or 120 kilometers. But when you're Dude, with that, on that, that is moving. And I think, David, you had a much nicer bike than I saw. Right. I was always just so you, tuck and hold on, kind of close your eyes. I mean. <laughs> you boys were on um, Honda Wins. I was on a Honda Winner. So you, your stuff got to like 110, right? My stuff got to 140. I was hitting myself when I'm any faster than you did. And uh, I, I'm, I'm glad our bikes didn't go much faster than they did because yeah. Right, so like with my crash, right, it, it's a good thing it happened when it did because we were getting super cocky. If, if, if it didn't happen then, it would have been one of you boys or one of me. Yeah. I was wearing full leathers and like Kevlar and like proper boots and stuff. You boys are wearing singlets and stuff. I was wearing, yeah. I had a V-neck, V-neck and, and, Honestly. and sandal. Not, not, <laughs> not so very dramatic, but if you came off the way I did, you wouldn't have an arm. Like, yeah. You, You'd be screwed. So yeah, yeah. that's about it now. <laughs> I'd probably prepare a little different this time. You know, if we were to do it again, or if I was yeah. going to again. There is the, when we do it again. Not if, when. There you go. Reunion tour. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely, man. 
And it's not really a week. It's going to be like a month or at least two weeks. I know your boys live in America, and America's like, oh, no, fuck yourself. You're going to have two weeks or not. You're, like, You're going to have more than two weeks, right? <laughs> Come on. No, I agree. It's a sin to try to do it in less. Looking back, as yeah. I, and I pull up our old documents, and I'm like, that was it. We had like five or six nights there, you know? I, I thoroughly appreciate that we had those, but like, I, I wish we had more than that. Like, the fact that you boys went south after Mornay, I, I was messed up then, but like, uh, yeah. It was, it was tough to leave, yeah. I mean, that was such a, a great spot. It too. was. Yeah. 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 I, I think that place was full of Aussies. You know, we were kind of in the mindset where we had like one day left. And kind of when you hit that, I don't know if you felt this when you got to the end of your trip, but you were just kind of like, you knew it was coming to a close and it's like, it's kind of too late to plan anything else or do anything else. And like, there was this maybe like 18 hour period where it was just like, we can do something, but like, can't go that far. We turned in our bikes, like, um, just kind of mentally we're like preparing for the 24 hour flight or trip back to, back to the States. But potentially not as um, not as defining as your trip. But so, like with me, I I was going to be there for three months. I was only there for two months. I was there for ten weeks. Yeah. And um, I I basically sold my bike because I was over it. Like it, it was cold, and where I planned on going was snowing. I didn't have snow tires. My shoulder was stuffed from the crash. And I was just like, I, I, I'm done, man. Like I, I've been on the bike for nine weeks. That's good enough for me. But yeah. if I never had that crash and I had the proper gear to, to deal with the cold, I probably would have stayed there for three months. But at the same time, the girlfriend, uh, she finished up a trip in New York and she was over in Scotland. She's like, come over. I was, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to see you again sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, if I didn't have a girlfriend, I 100% would stay there for far much longer. And uh, yeah, the crash definitely determined what was going to happen, but um, I, I don't agree. I think it was a good time. For I remember sure. at first, yeah. it's like she's not going to find out about this crash, and then there was the footage, and then oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we talked talk about whether or not so, being shared that that caused some drama, right? Yeah, boys, like you guys were the only ones that knew about that for quite some time. I, I told my best mate, um, he's a rugby player, uh, I won't specify his name because it's probably not. Yeah, it's probably not good. But um, basically, he gave me some advice because um, he's had a shoulder reconstruction and he, he's had injuries before. He, so when I crashed in the lap on the way to Monet, he's like, just keep it moving. Just just stretch as much as you can. Just keep it moving. And that's the best advice. Like, if I didn't do that, it would be so much worse. But yeah, I didn't tell my girlfriend at the time until a week afterwards because that crash happened in the first week, right? And I don't want people to tell me to go home to yeah. to get receive um, treatment or whatever. Um, I, d- I don't want people worrying. You know, like it's the first week of a very substantial motorbike trip. And I've already crashed the bike and, and hurt myself. So yeah, I didn't tell anyone apart from my, my rugby friend. <laughs> yeah, it's a smart move looking yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I remember you yeah. were you were kind of debating that pretty hard um, in terms of treatment and like where to go. And I remember I think you got up early that day and went to the went to the hospital or yeah, whatever. So the I, urgent care. I don't know what it's what it was called in Vietnam, but 
went and got it looked at looked at um yeah I'm pre- you were thinking on it pretty hard by the pool when you came back in terms of whether to tell her whether or not you should go home you're just kind of like <laughs> we're, we're, yeah your weekend you're already you know your bike's already wrecked and have to rethink finances and all this kind of stuff so I, I got in a lot of trouble for that day because I, I i didn't tell her straight away straight up and it's just like if I told you straight away what happened, uh, um, you probably would tell me to go home. And it's like, I'm not going to do that for the first week. Like, so yeah. after, after you boys, right, um, you guys headed back to Ho Chi Minh. I went from Dalat to uh, Hoi An. Um, what's the road between those two places? I met a Swedish brother-sister combination. Um, at the time, they were decent, but then they turned out they weren't. After that, we went from Hoi An to Hanoi with two Germans and that was that was awesome like those guys are friends for life as as are you obviously and um yeah I, I'm I'm glad the events played out the way they did because yeah good dudes and <laughs> it's crazy times man like uh, there was there was roads that were uh, they weren't completed right so you mentioned you've just laid a road and the bitumen or uh, I don't know what Americans call it, but um, the black stuff is sticky and you ride on it, the road, whatever. The asphalt. Um, asphalt, there we go. Yeah, that's the word. So basically we were riding, we were riding, we were riding even English. Yeah, that's, a, that's the English we're speaking. We were riding <laughs> on fresh asphalt <laughs> and um, it was wrapping around our wheels. Like it was that fresh. Like, it was sticky as hell, man. And we had to get off this road before people took, before people realized because i'm not sure if you remember but there was like roads for the motorbikes there was roads for the trucks we were on the, the road for the trucks but yeah it, it was nuts so like when i saw my bike i sold it covered in asphalt like it was just asphalt on the, oh, on the exhaust on the tires on the mud guts on the, it was everywhere uh, <laughs> did you get what you wanted for it or like did you because i remember you bought it but like yeah. did you, do you feel like you like got back like at least a good good amount for it or did you have to like yeah yeah crap? it was amazing man so i bought that bike for three grand right you saw me crash and i destroyed that thing I, I spent about a grand to get back to normal um the most expensive thing oddly enough was the boxes on the side of it so those those really european or western things whatever um the storage boxes cost more than the crash i did where i like destroyed wow. the gear liver, the foot peg, the yeah. gear changer, etc. Um, yeah, these boxes cost more than that. And um, I only lost about 1,000 Australian, which is about 800 American. And, uh, yeah, I, I sold that, and it was fine. Uh, honestly, Ticket or Tidget, however you want to pronounce it, amazing company. Uh, if I go back there, I'm going with something again, if they still exist. Yeah. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I don't know how the uh, this whole Corona thing is affecting your areas of the world. Hopefully, travel will, you know, open back up soon. How are you yeah, guys? How are sure. you guys? Oh. It's changed so, right. for Nick. Yeah, Damon, how are you holding up? Me, but I, I feel like I've, I've spoken quite a lot. But me personally. Uh, my hours have gone from uh, 38 plus to I've done seven hours in a fortnight. So, yeah, I, I basically don't have a job anymore. Um, 
But the thing is, right, so Australia is quite good with the, the welfare. I get paid roughly 600 Aussie a week, which is about 500 US a week. And that, that's plenty to pay your rent and, and, and have groceries. So I don't really care. But um, even better yet, right, uh, I don't know if you have um, the same superannuation as we do, but I can withdraw $10,000 superannuation, which in the long run is irresponsible, but in the short term I can cover my debts and and live quite respectably. So, yeah, I'm fine over here, but I don't know what's happening with yourself, Nick, and yourself, Zach, like in Germany and, and America, obviously. Yeah. It's changed, of course, in Germany. So I don't have anything to complain about. I haven't worked in two and a half months, and I'm still getting a partial paycheck. So compared to those who hey, lost a job, uh, really have got nothing to complain about. But it's been it's been tough. Like, and that's the motivation of getting the car today that we bought. I don't know when we can fly back to the states or borders will open up so the thought is instead of wasting the summer just sticking around bite the bullet get the car enjoy the the time that we have left here uh, probably another year or two and drive the heck out of that thing so yeah how's like mindset and stuff been in all of the no working and quarantine type stuff up and down positive Um, taking on you know, making the most out of the time opportunity. Um, of course it's easy to maybe get lazy, but I think I've hit it pretty hard. Um, trying to read a lot, get some side projects done, like that newsletter we talked about. Yeah. 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 It's kind of, kind of a weird time. Obviously like travel was, I think for a lot of people, you know, life, life for the huge was you could just pretty much go, you know, most places that you wanted. Uh, and I remember the weekend it all just kind of, stopped you know here's like march 13th 14th or something like that and life's kind of changed i mean i'm still working uh quite a bit here in dc but they have pretty much everything non-essential shut down and uh social distancing you know you have to wear masks and take all those precautions um currently but you know, every day has been different. You know, there's some days that are, are good and other days where it's like you really have to get in your head about how you're feeling about yourself, you know. Um, but, you know, everyone talks about it going back to normal. And I think like there'll obviously be a new normal of what things are. And I think my underlying thought in all of it, how it's changed is just like nobody knows when it's going to end or like when things will open back up or what the new normal will look like, but like we're part of like creating that. And I've heard other people who, you know, 2008 lost their jobs and started something new. And it was like happened again to them now, but like they were like um, not immune to it, but they like kind of knew what that was like, you know, it wasn't like the worst experience. We'd kind of been through it before. It's like, if we were to go back to Vietnam, it's like, we kind of know the places, know the landscape, know the ticket. And like, there's some familiarities there. And so I think like, you know, however crazy of time it is now, it's like this probably will happen again in our lifetime. So I just hope it, you know, there's obviously places I want to want to go and people I'd love to go see, but, um, you know, so hopefully things open up sooner than later, but 
Yeah, I hear you. It's fun to do stuff like this and have some extra time to do that. And have the technology, you know, to connect with people all, all over the world. Yeah, I love you guys, but I'm not going to be writing you. Uh, not looking for any long-distance pen pals anytime soon, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. All right, then, man. <laughs> I see how it is. I guess I would go F myself then. <laughs> it's late there, man. I mean, we've been going an hour and 20 minutes, so, you know. Um, and a, a treat. Props to Zach for uh, putting this together. I'm really impressed. It's like yeah. being on a show. It's all official. we got background going. I love it. Yeah, man, there'll be a, um, a cool intro and outro. There's a, a guy connected with here who does beats. Um, Beat Pharmacist is his name on like SoundCloud and all those all those places. So he has a beat he's letting me use for the intro and outro. So it's gonna be a little new, a little different um, than what it was before. But hopefully, you know, there'll be some other um, other people sooner than later that you know can connect with, and you know, it's just fun for me to like learn about other people's life, work, what they're up to, how they're thinking through things, because you know we kind of sharpen each other. And uh, and keep each other going. So <laughs> I've got to jump off, but I'll be talking to both you guys again soon. Yeah, let's go to uh, the boys. Damn, get I'm, some I'm pretty, Yeah, it's it's twelve thirty at night. I've had plenty of whiskey, but uh, I'm really glad we had a chat, boys. I, I don't see. Yeah. I want to catch up with you again. Yeah, yeah it'd be great. Definitely. All right, all right, fellas. Good. Good Have a good one. Off. See you. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Zach Pearson Show. Shout out to Beat Pharmacist for making this sick beat that's playing behind my audio. Uh, makes some really awesome beats. You can be found on SoundCloud, Twitter, uh, all the socials. Definitely check him out. And if you want to watch the video I made for the trip to Vietnam that Nick and Damon and I had, you can go to my YouTube. It is live there. We played a little bit of a clip in this episode for you audio listeners. Uh, just search my name in YouTube. I have a, a few videos up there, and the Vietnam trip is one of them. Really hope you enjoyed this episode and looking forward to delivering more conversations down the road. Until then, stay safe, stay classy, and we'll see you on the flip side.